we are a business with with the mission of in, in improving the landscape for youth soccer players. But in the end of the day, from another perspective, someone who's kind of not really, you know, doesn't look at soccer or football with as much passion and love as we do at Footy Five, maybe they'll say we're a tech company, and, and, and it's true. I mean, we we we're an application, we're a platform where uh, youth footballers uh, look to 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 get to the expert training content and take their game to the next level. Hey, Jovan. Jo- Jovan, sorry. We were just talking there about names before we started. Jovan, welcome there to the podcast. No, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this next, uh, next hour. Perfect. Uh, Jovan, can you introduce us to Footy5? Yeah, sure. So I think it's, it's tough because, you know, there's always, there's always in my head, Footy5 is, is a bunch of things. So I think the most simple way of putting it is it's a, it's a tool for, for young youth footballers to, to enhance their game, take themselves to the next level. And, uh, and yeah, achieve their dreams in this sport. Cool. So, what does that mean? Is this a is this a tool to um, you know form a tur- your own tournament? Yeah. Jump into an existing global tournament. Yeah. What does it look like? Yeah. So, I think the best way to start really would be to kind of w- where where the idea started and where where it was kind of uh, um, thought of. So, my background is is soccer coach. Started uh, coaching soccer um, four or five years ago, um, and in kind of along along through the journey of coaching in Canada, uh, there's a few things, a few problems and in, in, in really developmental problems that I, that I, that I noticed in the sport. And uh, together with my coaching mentor at the time, who's still, I guess today, uh, you know, a really, really great friend, business partner, and all still coaching mentor. I learned, learned a lot from him. Uh, his name is Alex Balta, the other co-founder of 45. Um, kind of, we, you know, we got talking where it's like, you know, I think compared to other leading nations in soccer, we lack training time. We lack guidance. And in the end of the day, quality soccer, um, you know, coaching is very expensive in this, in this, uh, in this country. So what we really thought to do was, was to enable, um, at home training and, and one-to-one training time with players that, that can be utilized and leveraged through technology. And what that means is footy five is, is essentially an application where players, uh, with a team or without a team, uh, can log in, create their profile and, and, and create their schedule, create their own profile. Uh, go through a bunch of different trainings that, that we've created uh, through help of UEFA licensed coaches and, um, and professionals in the sport soccer, both here in Canada and in Europe as well. Um, and with that, you know, players can obviously then take the initiative and train on their own or train under the guidance of their individual coach or their, their head coach and sometimes their parent as well. So that's a little bit of what footy five does. And, and obviously we can get, mm-hmm. we can get into the details later. <clears throat> so, Let's talk about this because, like, a lot of times we we get pure technology. Most of the times we actually get technology based companies on the, on, the comp- uh, on the podcast, right? Everyone's trying to create like right. a technology platform uh, or or some technology based community uh, where you know using technology to kind of bind uh, people together or perform some kind of task together. You know, uh, are you utilizing technology in this in right. in, 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 in uh, the community you're building? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's 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 really the key to our company, really. In the end of the day, my vision and, and the vision of the entire company, and and um, is that we are a business with with the mission of in, in improving the landscape for youth soccer players. But in the end of the day, from another perspective, someone who's kind of not really, you know, doesn't look at soccer or football 
with as much passion and love as we do at Footy Five, maybe they'll say we're a tech company, and and, and it's true. I mean, we we we're an application, we're a platform where uh, youth footballers uh, look to 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 get to expert training content and take your game to the next level. Um, so we do definitely use technology, and I think that's something that we were lacking, uh, let's say, in in North America. That you know, what is our competitive competitive advantage? And I think in the end of the day, um, our competitive advantage as a as a country and as, as, you know, as a society is that we do have access to, um, you know, technology and, 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 and a lot, all, all of our kids really, um, above the age, I would say, you know, eight, seven years old do have phones nowadays. So how can we allow, you know, coaching and development to not just stop once you leave the train, once you leave the field with your team, uh, how can we really immerse the sport, um, all around and that's what kids want kids love kids love soccer kids love to be uh you know improving and in in, in in competing with each other and, and another thing they love is, is to kind of be engaged with technology that's that's something that's a part of their of their body really is, is is phones as it is for you know potentially me and you as well so that's kind of what we do and it's like a long-winded answer to your question but yeah technology is, is the face of what we do hey look <laughs> Welcome back, Wood. Um, we had a, had a little bit of a mishap, so I had to jump out and jump yeah. back in. But going back to what we're talking about, about uh, how, how people engage uh, through your app, uh, especially your soccer, uh, can you talk about the market? Like, how big is the soccer market right now? Yeah, well, I mean, in specific to Canada, uh, there's, about, there's over 600,000 uh, registered youth uh, players in Canada, both male and female. The age split wow. is, is relatively balanced. Um, in the States, there's about 4 million registered youth players. Um, again, you know, on a split of pretty fail, fair split, uh, male to female. And, and it, we think, you know, there's a lot of players there that, uh, you know, are at different different levels in the sport. So, you know, maybe they're just playing at a house league level, very recreational level, or maybe a very high level. So really what we what we look at ours, you know, our, our, our market is, is that, you know, the players in the middle range that really, you know, want to take the next level in the sport, potentially that are, you know, that have felt like they've outgrown the very recreational house, house league um, stage. Likewise, obviously from the high, higher levels, we, you know, as I said, you know, from level one to five, if you're at a five, you're basically ready to play at the highest level. I mean, you know, when we, funny kind of stories is when we're filming with these, you know, professional players and, and, and you know, creating the content, it's even, you know, tricky for, for players that are playing, you know, first team football in Europe. So that's just trying to put it into context of, 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 the the you know variety and, and kind of the range of, of training content we have from really the the, the most early stages on making sure the sport is inclusive for everyone to you know the high stages so you know there's there's definitely a lot of soccer players um in both canada and the united states and and you know um adding on that is with the world cup coming here in 2026 both in the united states and canada and you know the popularity of the leagues the mls is growing to you know um, you know, I think they're almost at you know 30 teams in the MLS, which is just crazy. Kind of that's at the, mm-hmm. it's the level of NBA and, and whatnot um, in terms of teams amount. And and likewise, you know, Canada with the CPL, there's uh, eight professional clubs uh, in Canada in the Canadian, Pre- Canadian Premier League. So that's that's great. You know, that's something we didn't have three years ago. So all that's going to just you know improve the popularity of the sport here. So uh, I think the market the market's there. Uh, we just need to make sure that we're uh, we're doing the right work, and, and and you know players will will uh, will reap the benefits of forty five. 
Yeah. So, I mean, those are not big numbers. Um, six million people in Canada uh, who registered for, uh, for six, soccer. 600, 600,000. 600, six, sorry, sorry, 600,000. Yeah, six million um, and Yeah. I mean, so you're talking about 600,000 for Canada, which is 32 million people, uh, give or take, uh, which is 10 times less than the United States. But the United States has 10 times more the population, but only 4 million, you know, four times, uh, you know, a few times more um, uh, in, in, in size of soccer. Why is it more popular in Canada? I think it yeah, goes back. You know, that's that's a great question. I think it goes back to kind of you know Canada's Canada's uh, multicultural background. I mean, we have you know many people coming from all around the world, uh, from European countries, from uh, Middle East countries, from you know even even Asia. Now, the sport is in, 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 is very popular over there, and you know the, the makeup of Canada is very different than the states. I mean, another thing you could you could kind of point to is that in the states there's there's a lot and a lot of options as well. Like, I mean, every, they, they have everything. I mean, I think in Canada, you know, if you want to play American football, you can play American football. If you want to play hockey, you can play, you can play those sports. But in, in soccer is very, soccer is one of those sports that, you know, it's not very difficult to set up a leagues and set up clubs. You know, it's not something where you need to spend, you know, hundreds and potentially thousands of dollars on equipment. So it allows that to be that much more, um, you know, accessible and inclusive for players. I think it was also in the States, you know, you look at um, maybe potentially, you know, in the South, uh, soccer potentially is the perspective is a little bit different than maybe Northern areas, mid- Midwest, et cetera. So I think there's a lot of that um, pointing in the direction, but I think the biggest thing is just, you know, the, the makeup of what is it, what is it, you know, a Canadian person. And typically they have some, some connection with, with the European country or a Middle Eastern country you know, African country that, 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 that's, you know, football is everything for, for them. Sorry. No worries. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, talking about that, like, uh, I love the, um, I love that answer. Cause you know, talk about it being a multicultural sport, being an accessible sport and, you know, widely available, you know, um, soccer is one of those uh, things that are really, um, interesting to see as, as a history of like how it kind of developed. Um, I remember, uh, you know, looking into it, and um, it used to be a uh, Aztec sport. Like the Aztecs used to play it as, as a as a sacrifice, uh, a sacrificial thing. Like, uh, like uh, as it goes, like it was apparently the Aztec Empire grew so much and they have conquered so much that they had no one left to fight. So they turned to so- soccer as like a way to like appeal to the gods, you know. Like, and it was actually a death match. Like the two teams, whoever won, would get sacrificed. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a more, it was a different form of soccer than it is now. It's much more, uh, smaller, smaller teams and like, uh, more obstacles, but like that is what the Spaniard, the Spanish came into, it took and like, you know, culture took back into, into Europe and where it developed into the uh, more modern day sport. And then, you know, got exported from there to the rest of the world and became like this global thing that uh, everyone can kind of do, um, to kind of compete against each other and like, and like have like a, a sport um, instead of war, you're right. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I heard I heard about you know one of the cool things about sport is 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 that aspect of it, right? Is uh, it's tamed warfare, right? You're you're yeah. competing against each other for dominance, but without the need to like, kill or take everything from each other, right? And it's uh, it's a way for people to get that out. So uh, the history of sport, I think, is really interesting in that sense. It's like, it's like, you know, how can we compete in a nonviolent way and, you know, use that to build relations? But uh, one of the hilarious things is, like, you know, in, in, in Latin America, how seriously they take it. 
like countries have gone to war over soccer, like literally declared war. I think uh, two nations did that back in the 70s. So, you know, you know, what is it about the, the sport, I guess, that elicits a reaction from you? Like, why are you, uh, are you so ingrained into the sport? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head and you kind of brought up something that's much more deeper than, than, than you know, anything we could talk about right now is that, yeah, and then, you know, a human makeup is, is the tendency to compete, the tendency to win, to lose, to, to, to be one step up on your opponent, whether that's a country, whether that's a region, whether that's a, a team or a club. Um, it goes back to, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think tame warfare is a, is a great, great kind of word or approach to look at it because at the end of the day, it is war. It's, it's, it's one versus a one, um, you know, tribe, let's say, or team versus another tribe. And, and you're, you're competing to win. I mean, you're, that, that's really, you know, the makeup of the sport and, and what, what is then a, you know, coach, is that a president or is that a head of military in, in another, um, perspective? So it's, it's a great, you know, it's a great, uh, kind of parallel and, and it's something that's ingrained in us, not just from a few, you know, a few years ago is, is it's, it's, it's kind of something that we through evolution have been used to is that we compete with, with, uh, with other people with the same, you know, like mine, we, we, we like to be in, 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 in herds or in, in groups and we like to compete and show that we're the best, whether that is again, a country politics or whether that's a, you know, potentially an industry, banks, or whether that's a, you know, schools, you name it, anything. There's there's competition, and uh, something that obviously myself, myself, uh, and and probably other two, one, two, three billion people in the world, you know, you know, is there's soccer. Soccer is a, is a way of com- competition, and it's a way of emotion that you, know, you can. Uh, express it in different ways. So, so no, I mean, it's a great parallel. And I think in the end, they um, were as humans um, kind of, you know, naturally ready to, to compete and to latch onto something. So the soccer is just a one way of exposing that like basketball is like any other sport is like, you know, anything really is right. Business as well. Yeah. Um, how, when did you get started in soccer? Was it a young age? Yeah. You know what? My kind of start in soccer, which is which is kind of, I mean, um, kind of my makeup, uh, European European parents. Uh, the old, the old, you know, the only really logical thing was to kind of put in soccer, but I was always playing at a recreational level. I remember as a kid, not too interested to be honest in the sport um, until I remember clearly uh, the 2010 World Cup, which uh, was a huge World Cup because. Uh, my team, uh, you know, that I've supported uh, ever since, I guess, that time until now, Serbian national team was in the World Cup. And uh, and ever since then, kind of watching them at that World Cup in 2010, in, I remember that World Cup was in South Africa. That's kind of when I fell in love with the sport and realized, Jesus, this is uh, this is something that uh, is not just about, you know, one, you know, one game, where it's about a whole country back, you know, uh, getting behind a team and, and kind of, you know, you feel like you're a part of the team because you're, you know, that nationality, let's say, and, and, and you're going for it. So then kind of enrolled in uh, more competitive soccer, played all through kind of my, my youth, uh, loved it. That's where I met a lot of my, my friends till this day. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the power of the sport, to be honest with you. I mean, without soccer, without the team I played on, I wouldn't have, you know, basically my, my, my friends and my inner circle. So, you know, it just shows how much, you know, the sport and the ball, the game can, can kind of, you know, influence your life and, 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 your, and your crowd and how you are as a person and, and, 
you know, evidently. So that's kind of my, you know, obviously at that point, um, always knew kind of I want to get into the coaching side. And, you know, lucky enough, met a, uh, Alex Walter, who I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, um, who was my mentor and, and, and gave me opportunities that, you know, the average young, ambitious kid wouldn't potentially get as, as easily. And I took it with, uh, wasn't easy, that's for sure. I mean, it's like anything, I think, you know, you have to kind of really take a deep breath and, and, and go for it. But, uh, and I'm far away from where I want to be, uh, but, you know, we're, 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 always, we're always improving. So soccer is something that, you know, as a fan, as someone who's not looking from a coach's perspective, as someone who always wants to play, uh, sometimes it's tougher as you get older. Uh, not, I mean, you know, not physically really, more just, you know, how can you round up 10 guys to play a game? It's, it's not really always the easiest thing, whenever, you know, in, in, our, in our society, but it is what it is. Um, soccer is always there. It's always going to be there. And, and it's something that uh, has definitely given me a lot. Yeah, and uh, growing up in, um, in in Hamilton as well, right? Uh, it's a it's a sports city. Uh, I, I believe you guys have a um, have a uh, CFL team there, and everyone just like wears the colors, goes down to the games. Uh, I've driven town, driven uh, through the town a few times on game day, and it's wild. Like it's like a whole the city just comes to life around one team, one identity. Yeah. Um, what's that like? You know, being a fan. Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, you start being an athlete. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, you look at Hamilton. Hamilton is a specific city. I look at it because obviously, you know, Hamilton itself is is uh, one of the you know bigger cities in, in Canada. You'd say one of the ones that that often you know isn't something that you know someone would think about. It's Steel Town. It's a town of of working class. A town of you know really three areas. You have the central, you have the, the east east end, uh, which tends to be more a little bit more of the kind of European background and then you also have the west end which is you know uh, another another kind of crowd as well so i mean it's it's a city of, of multiple layers and, it, and if we're looking at it from a sports perspective i mean yeah there there's definitely a lot of teams and you know, there's now basketball teams and they call the hamilton badgers playing out of uh, first ontario center there the hamilton bulldogs hockey uh, tiger cats as you mentioned that, that you know they have an amazing amazing tradition amazing crowd they're definitely f- they, for the example for, for all the other teams. And now, obviously, something that I kind of relate to is more is, is Forge. Uh, Forge is the, the founding team of the Canadian Premier League and, and the two-time champion. Uh, the league's only been around for two years, so they've won it both times. And uh, also doing really good things on a continental scale as well. Um, so, yeah, just kind of looking at it from that perspective, it's, it's a, I mean, you know, it's something very special. I remember, I remember a few years ago sitting uh, in... Um, Tim Hortons Field, um, where Forge played, where also the Tigers play, and they were playing a, a um, continental match um, against a team from what would have been maybe Antigua and Bermuda or something like that. And, and, this, and to sit in the crowd and, and watch them win, which they did, was a, was a very, very surreal feeling because you always look at it and you say, okay, you know, I've been to matches in Europe, I've been to those big matches, but this is now a team that is, that is a new team that's unique enough, but it's also a team where you're, you're, you know, you're born in the city. You're, 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 that's your team, whether you like it or not. I mean, that's, there has to be something. I mean, I know, you know, the, the American, the average Canadian fan or American fan, you know, they, they might support a team that's five, you know, actually 5,000 kilometers away from them. 
which, okay, great. But at the same time, you were born in that city. I mean, that's that's your club, kind of whether whether you want it or not. That That's the way things kind of work, in, at least in Europe, I think. So from that perspective, it was a crazy feeling. And it's, it's a feeling that inspires you now from a coach's perspective. What if one day I'm able now to, 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 to coach this club? You know, this is, you know, that, that I've been... So all those opportunities that sport can give and soccer now can give, I mean... Uh, fact that you know soccer is still in the professional level young so I mean yeah you know Hamilton does a great job I think Hamilton's always kind of like maybe that little brother in, in terms of you know when you look at Toronto Mississauga that's that's another beast of a city uh, Hamilton's there a lot of people you know that are not from Hamilton all have these oh Hamilton you know a little bit rough around the edges and let's be honest I mean from you know downtown core yeah it is I mean Walking through there, it's, it's it's not the most pleasant sight. I mean, you won't kind of it's not like walking through, let's say, um, you know, Toronto or or you know, High Park. Let's say, I mean, it's not like that. You're not going to get that amazing feeling. But it is Hamilton. It's yours. So, I mean, in the end, they, that that's the way I look at it. You know, what's yours is yours. You got love it or hate it. it. It is what it is. So, so no, I mean, Hamilton's a great city. I don't you don't really appreciate where you're from as much until you're out of it. I went to school in Kingston, Ontario. Uh, which is another cool city, um, but I realized then um, what your hometown means to you. And, uh, great city, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yvonne, I mean, Yvonne, uh, I'm gonna have trouble with you. You're, you're killing it, man. You're uh, doing a great job. I think you know you're in the higher percent percentile in terms of pronunciation. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, this is been great. You know. Um, you know, technically, we, we don't get a lot of like athletic-minded uh, companies coming here. Most of them are technology-oriented, uh, fintech products. Yeah. You know, trying to tackle on um, you know software-based uh, problem sets. Uh, I mean, we need more people solving these kind of problems. Like, how do we connect people over athletic activity, especially now that we've been under over a year and a half of lockdown and everyone's been kind of like stuck at home. It's important to get out and meet people and, and do things physically. And uh, sport is definitely one of those areas to do that. Um, so, looking forward to more of uh, more of uh, you and uh, what you do with Footy Five. Yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate it. Again, it's it's. Um, I mean, it's you. You kind of take you. You get you know. You take what you get in the end of the day. And I mean, for me, it's it's it goes really back towards um, kind of looking in within what what is my point. What what can I contribute and what do I know best? Um, and it is something you know. I mean. There's brilliant people, brilliant minds where I went to school. I mean, you know, very, very smart people um, that I that I learned a lot from and I admire as well. And that are, you know, creating the best. You know, that, that's why, you know, in Canada and the United States and, and, and in a lot of other countries as well, you know, they have these new solutions, these new startups, these new companies that are doing amazing things. FinTech, as you said, technology to, to you know, leverage a bunch of industries. But at the end of the day, I know I'm not that kind of guy. I know I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not going to do an amazing job with that. What I can do is, is, is increase, increase, uh, you know, the, the, the opportunities for youth players in soccer. That's what we do at 55. And that's what at the end of the day, hopefully, you know, in 50 years time, I can look back on it and say, okay, maybe I made a, maybe a little bit of an impact. And that's what I love to do. That's what, I, that's kind of, in the end of the day, what keeps you going, what keeps you you'd be like, Oh, this is, you know, this makes sense because I think, you know, in sports, um, Especially, you know, when you're not you're not on TV every 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 week, uh, it's not the most simple simple kind of uh, you know lifestyle. Let's say, you know, it's not the most you know you're not you're not taking home that that much. Let's put it that way. So, 
the end of the day, it's it's about kind of what you're doing and the impact you're making for these for these players and and hoping in the end of the day, uh, giving back because soccer, as I said, gave me gave me my friends, gave me my gave me an environment, and gave me kind of my who I am now, really. So without sounding too kind of because I'm not a guy to kind of go into all you know these these you know emotional kind of looking you know perspectives, but it's true. I mean, in the end of the day, that's why I'm in soccer. I love you know. Uh, you know, you have a great session with, with players. You you have a good you know communication with your players, and you see that they're benefiting from something you're doing or something you've you know put into place. There's nothing better than that. That's for sure. Perfect. Love that. Um, yeah. So thank you again so much for um, you know all your time and uh, coming on and, and talking about Forty Five. Um, everyone who tuned in, thank you again. Uh, stick around. We're gonna do a quick debrief, uh, but. You know, thank you. No, again, I appreciate man. it. And if anyone's coming. listening, I mean, you know, feel free to, you know, check us out on 45.ca or Instagram at 45. Uh, also TikTok as well, 45 underscore CA. So we'll, we'll and, and reach out as well. I mean, I'm always looking, looking forward to, you know, answering any questions or, or figuring out how we can be better because, you know, we're, we're not a finished product. We're always going to be, you know, doing better things and, and uh, let's 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 we're excited to start. So again, thanks for having me on. It's been it's been a good it's flown by to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully everyone enjoyed it. I know I did. So at least uh, at least one person's good to go. Anyways, ciao guys. Perfect.